At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com and if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you'd like to read to me head on over to patreon at lorehammer listener lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show enjoy Hello and welcome to Lorehammer Listen to Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey, I'm your host Mark and joining me we got Maddie Boy. Hey buddy, how's it going? Oh, so good, so good. Uh, for those wondering, no Christofferson today. Uh, bonus episodes I'd love to do with other people. So this is just like a call out, like even though Christian's a main host now, I'm still definitely down to have guests on like Maddie Boy and whoever else. So definitely uh, still send me an invite and we'll set something up or whatever, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Always love to be here shooting yeah. lore stuff. Yeah, and this I, I like these kind of episodes. We're doing a brainstorming episode. Um, and we kind of bounced around the idea, like we did two texts back and forth about the idea of doing gene stealer cults. And uh yeah. let's just kind of hunt down like what kind of cool lore that we can do about gene stealer cults, which are not just the standard uh imperial hive ganger minor types you know yeah which is all you see which is a bit of a shame because um yeah i think gene sealer cults are probably they could probably be the most versatile army that you yeah. could find like it's one of those ones where anything you could think of you could probably find uh a niche for them to fit into yeah like uh i get why gw's done what they've done like obviously they can't make miniature ranges for every type of crazy cultist species out there or whatever but uh you know that doesn't now, do our own i suppose it's that thing of like when you think about imperial guard all you see is cadians sure. but it doesn't mean that there's not like you know you've got the base template of the mining yeah. thing which is which is fine but you want a little bit of spice in that soup you know yeah so i think we both kind of came up with an idea uh you have one that we're gonna try to 
really go down. It's quite the cool idea. And then uh, I have one that I would like to trace down, but you don't know what I'm going to tell talk about yet. Oh, no, I don't know. And we, yeah, only, uh, yeah it's like we didn't really uh, plan anything I, in particular. So it'll all be quite fresh and we'll just see how see how things get, I suppose. Yeah. So let's start with uh, Gene Steeler cults. So let's just give like a five minute summary of kind of what they are and then we'll go into your idea. Uh, so Gene Steeler cults are like uh, an infiltration branch of Tyranids. Um, they will kind of go into a galaxy long before Tyranids ever do. And they'll kind of infiltrate the population and implant them with their own kind of genetic code and then grow their own kind of hybrid armies that are then ripe for the up, you know, ripe for uh, an overturn, government overturn. What am I trying to say? Ripe for upheaval, essentially. So when the Tyranids come in, there's already chaos, there's already ground forces. It just really kind of helps them do that. Another very important part about gene serial cults is um, when they reach like a certain point, they actually become a beacon and they will shoot like, a psychic beacon out to the Tyranids. So it gives the Tyranid unit something to lock onto because the Tyranids don't want to just go to like a dead world. But if there's a thriving hive on the planet, then it's easy enough for them to like, you know, okay, that's a very suitable location. There's gene steel cults there. They're sending off the signal. It's ready for an over, for overtaking. Then the Tyranids lock onto that psychic beacon and go. Okay. It's yeah. So what what's your kind of unique twist on them? Well, I was trying to think, so I think we both had kind of different ideas about how gene stealer cults can be built and stuff. My my idea was kind of floating around jobs and things like mm. that, because obviously you've got the miner, so, so we take jobs that are, you know, equivalent across all worlds. So the first thing that my mind jumped to was poop, obviously. <laughs> that, um, naturally. So I was thinking, like, oh, maybe these could be, like, kind of sewage workers and you could build something around that. And I thought, well, that's gross. I don't <laughs> like it. Um, you, you painted so, up one test menu and you're just spending, like, after three hours painting that shit. You're like, wow, that looks like yeah. shit. No, I hate this. Um, I hate this. Which was, which was what I was going for, but <laughs> it didn't exactly spark uh, spark joy. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um yeah the idea that i was kind of thinking about was like well what if like the whole purpose of a gene stealer cult is to infect as many planets as possible and really screw things up for everyone so i thought well how could you like move around these weird looking dudes and like all of their scary funny kind of crap and i thought well, yeah. what about like the old school days of like a traveling circus you know this yeah. kind of like really flashy gaudy looking performers where maybe a third arm is like kind of you could well, it could even be part like is it uh is it a prosthetic arm or is it makeup those scales that they have like is that oh, this uh... this is what i mean because i remember watching and um i remember reading the infinite and the, the divine which is like one of the uh Trazan books or whatever and they actually had spoilers for anyone who's reading them, but they had like a performer who was kind of 
performing and she had a third arm they were like oh that's weird maybe it's a prosthetic to do with this thing 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 then yeah. obviously you don't really need to be a genius what happens <laughs> next with that is, <laughs> is as soon as you see a third limb so i thought yeah maybe this is like one of those weird things where you know you have a juggler but he's got three arms and that just works out because yeah. he can juggle three times better than anyone else now <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, I really like that concept. My, it's interesting. So like uh, the way I approach cultists is definitely like, what race are they? Uh, where yeah. you know, What job do they have? Um, which is interesting. Like this is such a cool job. It makes sense. Like, yeah, they're traveling around and then, you know, they don't need to convert the entire audience. They just need to take one or two drunk guys that are in the back and pregnant them or whatever. And then. I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah, um, but. But that's the uh, way of things. That's, that's the, the way that's of the, circle, the world. <laughs> the circle of life, really. It's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. It's um, impregnate and drunk guys. Yeah. So do you still picture these guys as imperial? Because you could go like super hard on this like kind of vibe and say that the original members are Harlequins. And that kind of is why they have this kind of job. And, you know, they're base Eldar essentially that's, that's what i mean i think yeah. that's the real interesting thing about like how we both came through things because like for me like i completely forgot about race to be honest i'm colorblind <laughs> as you know um, <laughs> yeah good man yeah, i only see I, uh, when it comes to 40k <laughs> <laughs> exactly that yeah i am heavily invested into the imperials um so yeah when my original viewpoint was like yeah well maybe it's this old school kind of like almost um you know, Victorian-esque freak show where yeah, you try, when you think about like gene stealer cults, you try and think of people on the fringe of society, really. And I was like, well, you don't really get much more fringe than that because it's yeah. almost like hiding in plain sight, which I always think is a kind of interesting idea for gene stealer yeah. cults. So yeah, but going right, but to- like even with that like Victorian era, kind of like that whole vibe, I love that, like, there, there's rogue traders and stuff that have that very similar you know style yeah. i could see that they tag along with a rogue trader once in a while even and like but but yeah i I love the idea of like having um yeah this influence of like harlequin-esque you know like potentially i mean you know that could be where it originated and you know due to the spread or influx of it it's kind of moved into all of these different things so yeah i <laughs> Yeah. I do like that. I like the idea of the sad client, but who <laughs> wants to give you big sloppy kiss, <laughs> which gives you babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm thinking of some of uh, the other like performances that they could have. Like, obviously, the juggling one is sweet. Um, you would have some like mind readers and stuff, and like some psychics, and that kind of thing would be possible. Whether they're Eldar or human, you could still have that psychic kind of mind reading guys and like tarot cards and stuff like that or you know the crystal ball in front of them yeah exactly yeah (laughs) i suppose i was kind of thinking around like uh so what what units do we have already for gene stealer cults so you know you've got your like your magos who's in charge you could do him as a ringleader kind of thing so he's got like a whip which may or may not be a tentacle like we're undecided and yeah. like, you know this kind of like yeah do some stupid twirly mustache or whatever and <laughs> yeah, in the red and, white. <laughs> yeah, and then you've got like uh your aberrants who you could have as like strong men 
I was thinking like, yeah, strong men would be great too. But I, I just kept on, kept on picturing like an aberrant in a bear costume and like they oh, came yeah. in like you know like t- the the guys are whipping these aberrants because they are just like these beasts or whatever. And then yeah, they yeah. Or even like, you know, like this is a weird and wonderful Xenos, you know, like the old school, um, the Victorian menagerie, where they yeah, used yeah. to get different animals from everywhere <laughs> and bring them into one place. And then, you know, you like, you train an aberrant to like write high gothic with one hand, <laughs> low gothic with another. And like <laughs> at the same time, like the elephants in the Roman Colosseum, like, you know, yeah. crazy stuff like that. But yeah. yeah, so I think there's a lot of like, cool things you could do um it's just kind of like bordering on your imagination with that i guess yeah there so i'm kind of even just thinking about like uh you know when you go to the circus or whatever there's always that like young kid who's pickpocketing everyone but he's part of the circus like that's his job there yeah Um, yeah and those are basically yeah the guys those are the gene stewards that go out and like instead of pickpocketing you know they're doing something else in their pockets oh yeah exactly yeah, yeah. like so, just putting a card in there like me me behind the bleachers i was more or... thinking putting a little ge- genetic code in them well i mean whatever whatever gets to the fucking end result you know um but yeah i, I think there's a, yeah. like the more the more i thought about it i thought the more kind of cool stuff you could do like really, you could do yeah. the the um the motorcycle guys or those like <laughs> stunt men or something <laughs> yeah. have like um one of the ridge runners like one of their little four-wheel things just fill it up with clients like 40 <laughs> clients coming out of that bad boy. <laughs> like all of this weird stuff they're like, like oh my god i can't believe they fit a hundred clients inside of that that tanky death machine yeah <laughs> And then you could you could have your big kind of like uh what's that the big vehicle that they have? I can't remember what it's called now, but the one with like, yeah, like a bulldozer front of it. Rock grinder, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, the rock grinder, but just paint it up like a circus tent or something. <laughs> you know? So it's like a traveling like circus tent. So yeah, yeah. I I really got into that idea so much yeah. that I hated myself for it because I wanted to do it. Um <laughs> No, I think it's such a cool idea. Like, you could just build so many cool characters out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's one way of doing things, I suppose, where you kind of pick a job. Yeah. And just find some, something weird and wacky and wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And then it's really easy to, to get gene stealer codes because they're like your basic, they are your basic dudes. You know, not really, there's not really a lot that separates them from us apart from their beliefs, um, <laughs> which is they believe that they should all be turned into genetic goo and sucked up by the hive mind. Um, yeah, so a whole Heaven's Gate type situation. It's not, oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. exactly that. Yeah, it's just that, you know, accept them for their beliefs and <laughs> allow the forearmed emperor to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like it, man. That's such a cool idea. So yeah, I I don't know how you would go about um, that. I, you know the like... the juggler model. The you yeah. would have to use him as like the gunslinger profile because when he's not juggling balls, he's juggling pistols and stuff. See, I was just about to say, yeah, I think that's such mm-hmm. a good idea, and it would be like you know you've got like the crack shot who like 
you know, shooters like a cowboy circus, like oh, a radio yeah. kind of style, like you know, so yeah. he's juggling pistols but like shooting things out of the air at the time. <laughs> our our bitees come past and he's like, whoops, I accidentally shot one, but it's part of the show, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just cracking people out. Like, um, yeah, I think there's so many like cool different ideas that you could do like yeah even like having like your magos is just like a stand-up comedian or like one of these guys <laughs> who like works the crowd you know because yeah yeah i think that's the thing in a gene stealer call it would be so easy you're looking to whip people up into a frenzy and kind of almost like do a little bit of like hypnotic talking where yeah see like the circus environment and it would just be so easy to kind of stuff like that so yeah like sure as shit they're burning some weird incense in the tent too to help like with the illusion of it all and like yeah right and even just bring in like like to really hide in plain sight just bring an aberrant on and say that is an aberrant but you've captured it so now it's a weird and wonderful so like you're both in on the joke the aberrant's like oh yeah i'll pretend to be scared of you and get whipped and be afraid of fire but really it's like (laughs) we we know the score here yeah yeah no i love that i hope that inspires some people to to do these minis oh my god please yeah please please do this i can't afford to um, no but yeah i would love to see like yeah some weird like i want to i mainly want to see aberrants in leotards (laughs) black the black in like with the big round dumbbell dumbbells that they're using to like hit each other with it's, yeah <laughs> just an uh, aberrant balancing on a on a ball yeah oh yeah <laughs> like yeah some actual gymnastic stuff yeah <laughs> um yeah so i think that would be a really cool one but what's i mean i think that's enough coverage on that that's kind of let people's imaginations run wild. what was your kind of what's your secret idea because i'm desperate yeah. to hear it because i don't yeah. know anything about it yeah, so, you know, I, I start with what race are they impacting? Uh, so I went through some of the races. Yeah, orcs could be cool. You could come up with something cool and quirky. But ultimately, you know, what springs to mind is uh, the, the what are those monkeys, man? Oh, Jokero. Jokero. Yeah, man. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, my they God. Got affected. I think about, like, the way Jokero and their family unit works. It's, like, very much built around, like, uh, monkey family units and stuff like they're apes in space so then like yeah. infiltrating that and then having like you know already the very strong ties of family there and like you could infiltrate it so easily i think you know yeah i'm very much like that innate knowledge of well we build whatever we need so yeah ooh, and that would yeah. be interesting like that would be interesting to like because 
Joe Carroll, yeah, they only build things they need. They very rarely will build things that they don't want, you know, but when you introduce this outside influence then that wants to build things to destroy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's the thing, because it could totally screw with that kind of genetic blueprint of like, well, because maybe you do have like stuff coming through from the hive mind now, like those weird little things. And it's like, well, we need to build, you know, like a big home insert signal for this or you know like yeah yeah that's really cool i really like that so did you have any uh, any like ideas around these had to flesh these guys out or yeah like i was thinking about like how they would look and just kind of the big thing about them that i think would make them huge would be their technological advantage so where you know with tyranids you don't see any technology right and gene stealers yeah you get to see imperial technology or orc technology or whatever technology already exists but with Jokero, yeah it would just be this completely crazy like miniaturized just just picture this just picture half tyranid half ape this ape that has like scything talons uh covered in carapace armor but then also has a laser eye that can like basically destroy a city i Yikes. That is my worst fear. I'm going to go to bed tonight and just be thinking about that lizard laser monkey. (laughs) Laser fucking laser monkeys, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I I really like that. And I think that's the thing is a a race like that, that you don't, because obviously when you said about races and you didn't tell me about this, but you kind of told me the direction you were going, like in my mind, I'm kind of like cycling through all the major ones but mm-hmm. i mean tyrannids don't care they don't care they'll, t- they'll take whatever they can get you know yeah. like gene stealer cult like who cares you would just like whip out a gene stealer and just like see what comes of it so yeah yeah i think it would be really cool to have that kind of band and i think the nice thing is about that is you could ha- you wouldn't have to hide anything as well because i mean jacare is like what are they doing? They're like floating around in their like jungle gym spaceships <laughs> yeah. or whatever. So it could yeah. just be everyone is a gene stealer go and they all know and that's fine. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're just floating yeah. around in their jungle gyms. Yeah, man. Uh, it was a fun concept to kind of work through and just like the visual image of those kind of scything taloned ape creatures, you know, like for sure and like you know some of the uh some of the little gene stealer cult models as well like the kind of i don't know what you call them they've got a name haven't they but like sometimes they'll appear like when a magos comes up or something they'll have like this little thing they've always been like a little bit like chimp like to me anyway huh like they're like like monkey on the shoulder type guy well, yeah, because they're like little with the long arms and stuff, and you could like whip a tail on them and just have them doing like crazy little monkey things, like just yeah, yeah. I I really like it. I love that, and then yeah. you know, yeah, and then obviously you could go with the aberrants and how crazy would those look? You they would look more like gorillas as opposed to like uh, orangutans. Yeah, 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 right. Like just covered in fur as well. And yeah, like just... you could you could kind of do it fairly easily as a conversion, just with a bit of green stuff work, and just you know you put like patches of fur on them, like just yeah. ginger, orangey fur. <laughs> like they're coming towards you and just looking horrendous and yeah scary as hell yeah i i like that yeah like what i like about yours is there is like a 
a very obvious driving motivation for them to go out and do things like, you know, they're going to planet planet, not only just doing their tricks, but also spreading their seed where I, I was kind of having a hard time figuring out where these guys would go essentially. Like, I feel like, yeah, okay. You'd get these brief periods, pockets of like this cool or, or hybrid orangutan guys, but it wouldn't take long to capture all the all of the Dracaro in one group. Like they're in these small unit, family units. So then, you know, you you take over the whole system and then you call for the Tyranids, and that would probably be it. Because I feel like yeah. there's not much driving motivation. They're isolationists as it is. Like, yeah, maybe they're infecting some places on the way, but it that kind of driving factor I was lacking. Yeah, I think because that brings up a really important point. I think especially with gene stealer cults, you're almost like is I think the reason why they're difficult to write is because it's almost like you have to write a prophecy almost mm. more than like a, it. Gene stealer right. cults almost they almost focus on the end rather than the beginning or the middle. So you're co- like kind of coming yeah. up to your lore, and you know that. Like in your heart of hearts, your whole arm, you're writing an army that has to be wiped out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, think, I think that's why Gene Steeler cults are a cool concept, but they're a bitch to write because yeah. you're you're writing but, yourself out of existence at some point, you know. But I think that's kind of the cool thing. Like you said, now you get to write this prophecy kind of. And I think that's yeah. kind of the way I'm going to approach it if I ever expand this jacaro idea like yeah there has to be a prophecy they're trying to do something because yeah i just don't think they would it would it'd be very long it wouldn't take very long for the gene steel cults to infiltrate the small family units and then what (laughs) well it's like i i like the idea because like like what we know about jacaro is they're very difficult to capture Hmm. as well because like you know there's these stories of like them being put in like a lead box drifted into the sea and then the sea gets electrocuted but they still somehow escape using only like a paper clip and a piece of gum like macgyver yeah yeah, yeah. it would almost be cool to be like well actually these guys get intentionally cool and have you ever seen there was a film and it was called like quarantine or something it was some crap like that it was some crappy b-movie film and it was basically like scientists cage up monkeys and then it might have been like 28 days later where <laughs> scientists like cage up monkeys and then they infect them with a virus and then like these animal activists go in and they're like we're gonna free the monkeys because you shouldn't have the monkeys in cages and they're like yeah. the scientists are like don't free the monkeys the monkeys are pissed off and, they're like, contagious monkeys like, <laughs> they're contagious and so it could almost be like this thing of like you know fucking they deliberately get cool escape and then suddenly they're like creating havoc almost like a a horror horror film-esque thing where you've got these crazy carapace monkeys like hiding in the bushes people are going missing and then they come back and it's like children of the corn kind of thing where they're you know maybe that's the way they're infecting other places you know yeah yeah Um, or they're finding a way of searching out other chikaroi family groups yeah like monkey war what about what about doing this uh instead of writing the story from the cultist perspective you write it from the the jacaro's perspective so 
they they like you're describing them at being able to escape from any room and they also have the craziest technology so like they would be hard to fight even though they're small numbers like yeah you capture one but how many monkeys scattered away and you'll never find again so i kind of picture this like eternal war this eternal guerrilla warfare in their jungle gym of cultists trying to find the you know the jacaro but then they escape and they're also like both sides are hunting the other party but like neither side can really ever get the upper hand because anytime one side makes the crazy doomsday device the other guy has a crazy force field that counters it like in the it, oh, it almost creates cool. like this like guerrilla war stalemate where yeah. nothing's really happening but shit's always happening yeah so like opposed is right in it for an army Right as like a kind of story of like well gene stealer gets rocketed onto jungle gym and then it's how the how the gene stealer is trying to you know you're trying to infect like the hardest species to yeah. basically lock down aren't you like you're yeah really kind of yeah, yeah and when I you heard it like really that cool. that makes so much more sense like i just went on the yeah they're small there can't be that many of them they'll have strong family ties already so if they infect one the next generation's just like solid but yeah, yeah. like good luck fucking catching one. <laughs> oh yeah because like that's the thing is kind of you're you're putting against like two really cunning is it's almost like you're putting against something that has incredible technological skill against something that has incredible biological skill yeah you know so you've got like the chikaro who you know they know how to make things they know how to avoid things like they're they can they're building like a gene stealer sensor system but the gene stealer works out what they're doing so he kind of changes his way and like (laughs) it would be an an awesome story you know like because that's the thing i I think my problem is i always come on here and i'm like i'm gonna build a full army (laughs) yeah but you know, yeah. when you're that doing was, lore, you can just write a story, can't you? Yeah, that was my problem, too, for many years. Like, fuck, now I got to build a tabletop-worthy army. But you know what? Yeah. Sometimes it's cool. Like, maybe this is just a kill team. Yeah, you know? or, just or maybe do, it's just a short story. Just know, a short story. Like, like, yeah, not yeah. everything has to be tied in. Some models can just yeah. even be built for fun. For sure. Well, yeah, or just a, <laughs> you write, write a story, which is very, like... See, the more I think about it, the more I love it because it's like a weird horror kind of cat and mouse kind of thriller-esque thing where, and yeah. What would be interesting too about it, it it would feel so random. Like their technology would feel so random and chaotic almost, like so creative and like, yeah, it would just be really fun to come up with all the different plans and counter plans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is always one of those like kind of uh, it's an arms race, basically. Yeah. You know, because it's because I I imagine as soon as the gene stealer infects one Jacaro, then you've kind of you're kind of at losing point at that point already. Because yeah. you know, what if the Jaca- the Jacaro designs what it needs? Well, what it needs to do is infect as many other Jacaro. so so like maybe this is the thing now maybe it's like you know it takes something and it's making genetic weaponry so instead (laughs) of having to use an ovipositor to like breed now it's just like firing cells into other jacaro so you've got this this crazy monkey so then the jacaro counter it with like they're like okay our biggest thing is we don't have enough numbers so then they start cloning more jacaro and like it could just yeah. get so wild. Oh yeah, 
yeah, it's one of those things where it's almost like um, it's like a catalyst, isn't it? Really, it's like as soon as you drop, it's like dropping, dropping a fucking block of dynamite into a fishbowl, you know, <laughs> where all the pressure has to go somewhere, and it's just, it's just suddenly you're into this hyper. It's the evolution, isn't it? It's kind of like yeah. you're going into a hyper technological evolution against a hyper biological evolution which yeah. would be really cool yeah the the one thing too that i like about this i feel like it wouldn't be world changing like yeah there's this like hyper technological revolution but i feel like with each new revolution of tech the old tech is like forgotten like it's like they came up with this crazy design for this and they used it once and now it's forgotten and lost to time like and they're on yeah. to the new crazy plan that might be completely and utterly different technologically you know yeah, that's it. And I suppose that's the thing you're so, kind of getting to a point where it's so small, you might not be doing, you yeah. might break the chain of the typical generational gene stealer four generations kind of thing. Maybe it's just one one generation, but you have it's an all or nothing thing. You have to yeah. get the whole family group or you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, that's very- real cool. That's real cool. I like that. We uh, have three minutes left. Do we want to talk about any other Xenos that could be kind of cool? Like when I was thinking, I was thinking, yeah, maybe Hrud could be interesting, but you know, there could be think, a lot of just kind of figuring out logistics on that one. So I kind of tossed it aside. I don't even know where their bodies are for that. Like they're <laughs> just weird shadow maggots. Like, you know, you've got yeah. so much to go for. I think the first thing that my mind went to when you said other races was like Tau. And I think Tau would be both like, you know, it would be really good and also really bad because, yeah, you've got the whole tie spread out and they want to get, they want to interact with as many races as possible, yada, yada, yada. But you also have, on the other hand, the caste system. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, how do you work around that? I thought that could be quite an interesting dynamic of, mm. you know, how do we yeah, like work how, around that? So you've infected one caste. But the other cast, you're not sleeping with them. You're not allowed to even mix and mingle with them technically on a lot of cases. Like, yeah, so you suddenly have, you've, you've yeah. kind of come into this really difficult, like, well, who do I infect? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Do I infect just the fire warriors? Well, suddenly the air cast doesn't want to drop off the fire warriors because yeah, they've, gone, yeah. they've gone a weird way. And like, they're talking about the greater four-armed good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's all very strange. Armed good. That's funny. So yeah, I, I but man, Gene Steeler culture is so interesting because yeah. you can just you you have to find a way for them. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing. They're they can exist anywhere as long as they can find a way. They are just such a weird evolutionary enigma that just they're they're a mystery. And a mystery. I think it's really cool. So yeah. I like it. Very cool. Um, well, if you guys have any cool cultist ideas, you can definitely write a listen to Lord or read it off and, uh, yeah, or just shoot us a message on discord. If it's just like a quick, like, what about this situation? I'd love to hear what you guys are thinking. Yeah. Make some monkey gene stealers or some circus gene stealers and show me because <laughs> I'm desperate to see them. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. If you have lore, you would like to submit, submit to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and don't forget to sh- support the show on Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore. Matty Boy, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Adios.
Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.